So come on you vixens, big game ahead. Welcome to episode 33 of the Bristol City Vixen cast. That was a bit of a bit of a tough one to take, wasn't it? A, a last minute loss against Charlton away. Um, 2-1 defeat uh, with goals from Charlton, from Emma Follis in the seventh minute and in the 92nd minute. And our goal came from the ever industrious and ever hardworking Abby Harrison. So I am Dean Withers. I'm Nat Brown. And I'm Shahan Mia. And if you haven't already, don't forget to follow us or subscribe to us on whichever podcast platform you listen to us on. And don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search for BC Vixen Cast. All platforms should now be up and running again following the outage this week. Um, well, not say, I don't know what caused it, but I know it was Maddie Wilde's 18th birthday on the same day. So, Maddie, if you broke the internet, we forgive you. We certainly do. And... The warmest, happiest birthday to you, Maddie, and also to, to Sophie. Whitehouse. Sophie Whitehouse. <laughs> um, Not Sophie Bagley. No, no. It might be her birthday this week, but we don't care. No, I'll oh, come on. Oh, I know, I'm joking. Love Baggers forever. Every joking. time I watch Manchester United, I'm like, oh, Baggers is on the bench. I know. It's rubbish. It's mm. rubbish. So... How are we all feeling? We managed to watch the game today, which I enjoyed it. It was. We watched it on the Charlton YouTube channel. Do you know what I really enjoyed though? Tell me. It was the it was the music before before and after. Oof. Did you enjoy? it? I know you're a bit of a rock fan, Shahan. I've got to say, yeah, DM, yeah. Tom, Thomas Sangard, the new owner of Charlton, who's promised to invest into the women's team, is known for being a bit of a rock star type musician <laughs> guy, and. I don't know whether it was him that actually performed the music during the halftime and full time on the stream as well. But yeah, we said in the last episode, um, we weren't sure if we were going to record today because of we weren't sure if we were going to go up, go to the game. But we didn't in the end uh, due to various reasons. But luckily, yeah, Ch- thank you. Uh, Charlton streamed the game and we were able to watch it together at DM and Matt's house. It was. I actually did quite enjoy um watching it on the telly. I thought it was it was quite enjoyable. Obviously a different experience. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so two one loss. Um, we've got we've got five headline points that we're going to talk about um, in relation to the game. So um, the first is that we need to need to be more clinical. Yep, we had quite a lot of chances today, didn't we? We were shooting from everywhere, which was great to see. But which is they our, were listening, weren't they? Tip. They were yeah, listening they last were definitely week. Definitely listening. Um, and uh, but unfortunately, we just didn't score more than them. Uh, which is a shame. So you need to be more clinical. There was a big, there was a big miss, wasn't there? Uh, Mel Johnson in the second half when Abby, Abby Harrison was looking like she was going to score a duplicate goal to her first, uh, and then she passed it instead. And uh, Mel Johnson kind of blazed it over from really not very far out at all, and then kind of, you know, but she looked how you, one should look when they do that. She was like, "How did that happen?" Um, yeah, so that was a bit of a shame. But we also had, you know, we had several shots, but they just kind of weren't, it weren't quite right today. But I do like the endeavour and being a bit more direct. I think that definitely works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And yeah, we, we definitely need, particularly against teams like Charlton, who obviously are very good. Um, you know, we just, you just need to, you know, it's obvious you need to score when you're, you've got a very good chance of scoring. 
So, um, but yeah, I thought the shooting was good. I thought it was a nice shot from Amy Palmer as well in the the, the second half. Um, did anything stand out for you, Shahan, in terms of the the attacking prowess of today's match? I mean, I, I might have mentioned it last week when Amy Palmer scored her, her goal to see whether she meant it or not. Um, I, I can only assume Abby Harrison's goal today, she definitely meant it, especially from that angle, because what, what, what a way to score a goal. I mean, it's just, and also to get one back for City. Um, but yeah, it, as you're saying, earlier, it's, a, it's a shame that couldn't have been repeated again, but rather uh, Harrison passed it to Johnson, and then yeah, Johnson just missed an absolute sitter. And then Charlton were to repeat that themselves, but we'd get, we'll get we go into that later on, on in the podcast. Um, um, yeah, I just thought, yeah, Ch- um, I think there were times where I thought Bristol really outplayed Charlton or outclassed Charlton, especially, like, the more chances, like, the more moving forward on. It's just it's just a shame that the result today doesn't reflect that. I think Charlton, I mean, obviously, we are a Bristol City podcast, so we might have some bias, but I think Charlton got away with it today. Yeah, I think it was definitely a one. I think a, a draw was a, a fair result. I thought we, I thought we came out in the second half and really had the first twenty minutes of the first half and took them by surprise actually. And, and probably, you know, we needed to score when we were on top. That's the thing. We just need to do that. And but it is a work in progress. I do feel like the team is, is is you know it's learning, um, it's learning how to play together. Um, but yeah, no, I thought we were. I thought we were good, and I thought. You know, the, their goal in the first half really came from our mis- a defensive mistake, uh, you know, a kind of red defensive mistake, really, from the back line. How did you see that, Nat? Because you were saying some quite interesting things, I thought. Oh, it's just, it's, it, it would be easy to say it was a bad back pass, which it was, but that's also a kind of team error. So um, if you've got two players chasing the ball and one defender then somebody's lost their player or somebody's not tracked back as fast as they could so possibly Brooke Aspin if it's on Morgan's side should have been tracking the runner that ended up scoring the goal Um, and if Aspin couldn't make it to track her player and block it then her and Fran Bentley should be advising Morgan to not pass it back there send it out for a corner do anything other than put it towards your own goal when you're all charging down at that great speed because I think this kind of brings us on to our second point that Charlton were right up on us all the time and it was the first time that Fran Bentley had looked rushed with her feet she's great isn't she she's a really good kicker of the ball so yeah our second point is um, Charlton pressed the ball higher than anyone has done uh, so far in the championship they're the fastest they're the um, people to that will come and meet you and they'll go all the way to the goalkeeper regardless of where the goalkeeper is so Fran Bentley often is quite near her back line when Satara Murray plays the ball back to her for instance and today was the first time that she's really really looked rushed and and when she brings the ball lets it come in, kind of come in front of her to play it out to the other side there were several times actually when if she'd have been a fraction slower they could have easily blocked it and that could have been several goals mm-hmm. if they and and yeah I mean obviously no goals actually came from that but a goal did come from their incredible speed and us thinking I'll play it back to the goalkeeper we can deal with this but actually no we weren't able to we weren't quick enough um and I just think yeah that's a whole team the whole team didn't adjust to us not being able to use Fran Bentley in that way um, yeah, we just, mm. you know, Morgan was just like, I'm playing it back to the goalkeeper because she's great with her feet, but 
no, the goalkeeper wasn't quick enough and the whole team were just like, let it happen. Whereas they should have been saying, no way, you know, they're too quick. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we needed that in-game adjustment. I'm sure they, I'm sure they knew that Charlton were going to come at them and that they do press like this. I can't imagine Charlton just decided to press us. I imagine they've got all their results through doing that at home, being really forceful, being really like, yeah, quick. Um, so yeah, I think I think we would have been been expecting it, but how quickly they did it and how efficiently they did it was was a shock to us as well. So yeah. So you mentioned there about uh, fan belly now. Like I remember, like um, of course from one of the times when she had the ball on the feet, I remember you shouting at the, the I was say TV screen, but it's sort of the the, the computer screen <laughs> technically uh, saying, oh, you haven't got the time because of course. Yeah, Charlton were pressing so quickly, like, mm. had there been a slip-up or any other mess-up, you know, Charlton could have taken advantage of and, you know, could have got, got a goal from that, but luckily they didn't. And, of course, speaking of, like, chance and stuff, like, the three of us all together watching the home, like, I think I, I was probably, like, the quietest out of the three of us. I know, <laughs> DM, you were saying a lot of things, which I don't think we can repeat on the podcast, but... <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. Well, I do, you know, I do shout a lot, and yeah, I did just swear for ninety minutes. So, sorry, you're in your own house. Aren't I mean, you? yeah, exactly, exactly. It's uh, sorry, you know. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, I mean, well, <laughs> at least we wouldn't have said any, any of those things had we been at the game today. But of course not. At least not loudly. Yeah, yeah. I mm. probably do like mutter swear words under your breath, under my breath, mm. all the time. But yeah so that but that was interesting i thought it was interesting to watch that and as you say the in-game adjustment because i was you know i sort of became aware of that problem around the 30 minute mark and thought actually we need to stop we need to stop playing like we have been playing against everybody else because Mm. they are ambushing us and we need to we need to do something different so yeah so i thought that was that was interesting and um you know effective from them um but yeah so our next point is um, good games for Jesse Woolley and Aggie Beaver Jones, just in terms of like the maturity and composure. And I thought, I thought it was certainly from Jesse Woolley. I think she she has looked like she's been a little bit um, lacking in confidence when she's been playing. I thought she played really well today. I thought looked very composed and her passing was really good. And she just looked really part of that team and was it was you know holding the ball up. Um, passing it effectively just a little bit a bit more composure um taking a bit of time and just you know kind of believing in herself a bit which i think was really good to see absolutely dm and of course jesse woolley was the only change to the starting 11 today replacing izzy cook um in long smith's pre-match interview she advised that the izzy cook suffered a bit of a knock uh in training so as a precaution the club have um kept her up from today's squad and yeah, I agree. Like you, you come to see him. Like, yeah, I thought, yeah, that's probably one of the best games I've seen Willie play in, in quite a while. Um, and yeah, Aggie Beaver Jones. I think he's, she's just getting better and better as every game goes on. And I think yeah, to steal one of your lines. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, uh, and I, um, you, you were saying that she looked very, very tired today, or today was the tidiest you've seen. Yeah, definitely. I think so. I think. Um... She just looked very compact, and I think like like Jessie Willie, she just was taking a bit of bit of time and a bit of there's a bit of composure. I think maybe maybe they'd had some coaching or something in the week about like looking at that about sort of playing with their head on their shoulders rather than like always being rushed, um, and sort of 
you know, thinking about their position in the team. And maybe it's because we're watching it on the screen, so we're able to see the match in a in a slightly different way. But yeah, I thought it was the best like all round performance from Aggie Beaver Jones um, in a in a Bristol shirt. For me personally, mm-hmm. I think one player that stood out for me as well was Leah Cataldo, like especially blocking some challenges. Like uh, I think that was an attempt by by a victim in disguise, who we'll talk about later on. But yeah, Leah Cataldo managed to block that effort and looked pretty strong and pretty tough against some other Charlton players. Yeah, yeah. she is actually. She is very. She's strong, strong and quick, and good at um, counterattacking as well. And yeah, there's some good moments there. Yeah, she definitely had a very good match. I think. Yeah. yeah. She had a good 90 minutes, didn't she? Cause she mm. was still kind of one of the people who was actively uh, kind of still able to get up and down the pitch, defend really well and try and create opportunities in the 90th kind of, you know, up for the full 90 minutes. Um, yeah. Yes, which, well, full 90 minutes. Again, that's our, our next point, which is um, tied legs, question marks, because I felt in the second half, so we had the first 20 minutes, we we won that Um just in terms of our overall play, but it seems like Charlton seemed to like kick into action around like the 70 minute mark. They, they, well, they made a number of substitutions. They brought on Ella Rutherford, the fixing in disguise. Um, and, um, Quirk. Quirk. Great name. Sophie Quirk. Yeah. Sophie, Sophie Quirk, Quirk and Viv, Vivan. Viv, Viv Samson. Viv Samson. Or Samson. Um, yeah. so yeah. And they all, they all just started running running like demons at us and and we looked tired and I think last game as well Lauren Smith was quite late to make the substitutions and I thought I did think we needed we needed help I thought Mel Johnson looked tired I think she could have you know maybe um had a break I thought you know maybe could have had some more defensive um support but yeah I'm not sure what's your thoughts on that I think I would have brought on Sim and put her at the top of the diamond and then drag Abby Harrison back because when you drag Abby Harrison back she does a lot of work like she becomes an extra midfielder and she she works really hard so I felt like in the final 10 minutes I felt like we needed an extra midfielder and like the person you want to do that job because I don't actually feel like we have anyone that you can bring on in midfield to add to Quicken and Palmer so I think if you brought back uh, if you brought Abby Harrison back and then put Hammer at the top of uh, Jamat sorry at the top of like the diamond that we were talking about last week or having her as the most forward player I think that would that would have given us a bit more beef because Mel Johnson is a lot of things but she's not kind of like beef Mm. and she just kind of seemed to run out of energy a little bit or we've you know we've kind of theorised that maybe she was a little bit deflated by the missing a sitter um which you know is understandable but i maybe i think she just kind of she doesn't often play 90 minutes Mm. does she like um we have more players available usually so kind of beaver jones woolly um izzy cook abby harrison is probably one of the only people who regularly plays 90 minutes so jamat would come on and so i think you know she just kind of looked like she was the player that you would substitute at that point um so yeah that's what i would have done yeah, yeah. I just thought we looked tired. I thought we needed needed a bit of help, mm. you know. And the the players who were on the pitch, they were they were doing their absolute best, and they obviously they held on until like the ninety ninety second minute. But yeah, I mean that's it's something. I think some managers do that though, don't they? Some there's managers who make substitutions, and there's there's managers who don't. Um, 
Yeah, it's because there was only one sub made today. Uh, I believe the whole game when when um, Jesse Willey came off for ja- Academy product Jasmine Ball, which I think it's a first start of a first appearance for City. Yeah, it is. And, yeah, yeah. I, we do. We didn't really get to see much, but I think she provided some great passes, which probably might have led to an opportunity mm-hmm. towards the end of the second half. Yeah, she um, did. She did do one really good pass. That was the final. Was that the Amy Palmer shot? I'm not sure. The like we had one chance. It was where it moved across. Yeah, uh, kind of from left to right. Nice series of passes. It was really nice. Nice build up that ended up not in a goal. Not in a goal. Um, and something I've just realised. Um, now as we're recording is that um I would have assumed Charlton would have had would be a little bit exhausted having played midweek against Brighton in the FA Cup core final from uh we skipped postponed from last season because yeah I, I completely forgot about that during the game and just realized that now because Charlton as far as I could see didn't make any changes to their squad the same squad that won against Watford that Saturday mm-hmm. um and of course Charlton have to play their rescheduled game against Lewis next Sunday during the international break so yeah, Charlton playing like four games within like two weeks because again they they, they got the county county cup game against Spurs on Wednesday. So it's incredible. Despite that, where Bristol's were the one who might have looked more tired compared to Charlton. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean that's yeah. It's it's a it, yeah. It's it's an an interesting one. They look good. I mean Charlton like physically they looked good. They they did. They certainly say the they seem to just become very strong in the final part of the of the game. Um so we've conceded a couple of late goals recently then, haven't we? To Sunderland. Yes. Got one back mm. very late in the day, didn't they? Yes, and, uh, they did. And yeah, obviously Charlton got a winner. So that's mm. something we need to watch for next week. Mm. Next game. Next game, yeah. Uh, yeah. But at least we actually got a goal from open play. Absolutely. We did. Yeah, great Fantastic. Goal too. Yeah, great goal from Abby Harrison. So yeah. Um, always a bit of a bit of a shero, isn't she, for this season? I think. Yeah, she is. Yeah, um, she's super been a, shero. Been uh, been involved in lots of lots of good things throughout the season already. So yeah, and always and tracking back today. In fact, and also Aggie Beaver Jones did some great tracking back as well today. So I think there's some good like lots of work. I mean, I thought okay, so we lost the match, but I actually thought we played didn't really, really well. Didn't really look like we lost the match, though, did we? No, and it is it is annoying. But I think maybe that's a kind of a, a footballing lesson for that for that team, if you like to to have that experience of of losing in the last minute which is re- after you played really well and you deserve a point from the game it's 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 a bit gutting but final point is um obviously vixens in disguise there was loads of them in the Charlton team and um unfortunately um two of them combined to you know do us in in the 92nd minute they did so rutherford and win is that who you're thinking of that is indeed who I'm okay. thinking of. So amongst, yeah, many, many Charlton players who used to play for Bristol, starting from Earth Cummings. In goal. Ex-goalkeeper for us. Uh, who else was there? Kira Skeels. On, on loan with us last season, yes. Yeah. From Reading. Um, and she also had a, a goal disallowed, didn't she? She did, Yes, yeah. for offside. Wasn't she the captain? Kira Skeels. No, no. No. No, I was surprised at her playing in midfield. That was it. Mm. She's quite good, um, isn't she? She, yeah, she's a good player. I mean, I thought that last year, so uh, she was good. Elise Hughes, uh, who scored a hat trick for Charlton in their game last week against Watford, uh, didn't score today, but got subbed early. She was on loan with us for about well for the second half of the twenty nineteen to twenty season, I believe. But she tore her ACL, so she only, she only played like a, a couple of games for us. 
She had one game, didn't she? And then I she thought, tore... I'm sure I saw her play like half a game, and she and she tore she her ACL. Yeah. I like, I, I remember it yeah. really well, yeah. <laughs> just like watching her do it. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, it was obviously um, terrible for but her. Yeah. At their again, their substitution. So Rutherford was one of their subs, and she came on. She was involved in everything. She was taking free kicks. She was just doing everything. She's that kind of player, though, isn't she? She like she wants to be involved in whatever's happening. Um, and she kind of got the not the assist, but the pass before the assist. Yeah, um, she pushed the time, ball out. A timely push out to Megan Wynn, just as she was going to get clattered into. And then Megan Wynn, really good ball. Good ball. Um, to, what's the chops on the back post? Emma Follis. Emma Follis. Good, good um, ball, good header. Yeah. But, I mean, she did miss, an, you know, probably an even worse sitter than Mel Johnson's, to be fair. Megan Wynn's sitter was, it was up criminal. There. Yeah. <laughs> it was. was a criminal criminal miss <laughs> I mean of, of all the players we mentioned like um, I like, I've seen play in one from one another like Ella Rutherford I only ever got to see a play in one Bristol City game but um, of course like who apparently after that season went out on loan to um, Crystal Palace and Leicester before eventually being signed by Charlton um, there's a rumours of an apparent falling out between her and then head coach Tanya Oxaby and then I think, yeah, now as we talked like during the game, you said like Panic Rutherford had some sort of temper or anger issues, which we saw today. <laughs> I think uh, she's just like. No, she's just like not a temper, but like a tempest. A tempest, yeah. She's kind passionate. Like she's stormy. a passionate, yeah. passionate person, which just is. It's like an, someone, uh, yeah, yeah. It's what you want. You want passion. You want desire. The fan, like... You know, as fans, people liked it because when she got subbed, she'd throw a strop, which was funny, and to be fair. That was she's... kind of what I used to think. It was funny. But you can see that, you know, that, that kind of, that desire, that tempestuousness is what makes you knock the ball to your teammate, like Megan Wynn, um, as she did today. And, you know, that desire to win the game. So that is, for me, that's always that's always a plus point in any human being is somebody who actually cares. Yeah, um, and they don't, it doesn't always have to look like Ella Rutherford's version of caring, does it? Like, I think Abby Harrison has the same kind of... Uh, like the outcome is the same. Like she's very often first to the ball. She works incredibly hard, but she just kind of has a much more it's a different... cheery demeanor, should we say? Yeah. Well, no. you know, it's it's different different straits, different different folks. But um, yeah, she yeah, you know, fair play to her. So there was lots of them anyway, weren't there? And um, they they combined they and they combined. They beat us, and yeah. maybe they feel happy about that. I don't know, but um, good for you. I yeah. mean, it was good. Yeah, we're happy for you guys. It, it was good to see. Well, I never got I, when again when she was a to see. I never really saw her come to play because I'm pretty sure every game I saw her in the squad or at least on the bench. Well, Sophie Bagley was in goal, and I think, yeah, we you you're right in saying like Ever comes was like a natural understudy for Bagley, and of course she decided to leave to get her first team opportunities elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, really pleased for Ever Cummings getting all of that. Um, you know, being number one at Charlton because I always thought she was just a really top person. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's, she still follows the Vixen cast on Twitter and Instagram. So, so if you're hi, listening, Earth, if you're listening. Yeah, if you're listening, Earth, you were cycling through St. Werberg's, Arthur. Yes. That was a real highlight, wasn't it? Yeah. Past the Better Food Company. You said, oh, that's Earth that's the Cummings. Earth Cummings, that is, like, on oh, a bike. Lovely. Fantastic. Lovely. <laughs> on a rare trip to the Better Food a Company. A rare trip, I know. Most people can't afford it. No, those vegetables, um, for anybody who doesn't, know what we're talking about the better food company is a is organic a, supermarket in bristol which is far too expensive <laughs> it's just 
outrageous. Not a place for the weekly shop, is it? It's certainly not a place for the weekly shop. It's a place you go to buy your supplements. <laughs> if you if you and need green candles and then green candles if you need those things. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, so they they came back to to get us. So that's that's our five our five points. So we've got one more game left to play in this little um, splurge of fixtures, which is Wednesday's Conti Cup group game against Reading at the Select Car Leasing Stadium. No, is that wrong? Did no, I say it's why I, I just disapprove of the name because um, I'm so used to calling them the Midday Ski, but yeah. that's fine. T- times move on. I, I need to move on as well. <laughs> yeah, well, they say so they need to change the sign on the road as well, but I know where I'm going, so I'm going to I'm going to the match um, by myself. If there's anybody who wants to sit with me, um, you know, Martin Radford, I hope you're listening. He um, was in the game today. Yeah, uh, uh, we've been reliably told. Will you be wearing a red carnation so people know who to come and sit by? I might, um, yeah, I might. I, or, can, uh, I can do that. A Robin's bobble hat. I'll wear a, a Robin's bobble hat because it was likely to be very cold. So please, please come and say hello because I'll be, I'll be by myself. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, we won't be joining you, DM, because... Um, I'll be at a gig that night in Bath, seeing the Mercury Preachers, which I mentioned on the previous episode. And that's, I assume, you'll be coming back from work. I'll and... be waiting outside the venue, ready to pop everyone on the head and say, what are you thinking, going to Manic Street Preachers gigs? <laughs> Boo. <laughs> no, I just work in Bristol. Sure. So, um, yeah, but... so, so so that's it. So after that, and then we're going to have, then then there'll be, and there's not going to be another Vixen cast after that, because it's just, I, you know, not that I don't love the Continental no, Cup. Hold on a minute. Think about how you're expressing that. So Not... no, no, there won't be a, a Vixen Cast episode dedicated to the Conti Cup. <laughs> but you're just like um, calling it off. Yeah. There won't be one after that. It's, That's over, it. it's over. It's over. No, there's after not going to be one. Manic Street, Street Preachers I comment. Know. We're all busy during the international break anyway. We're, yeah, we're all busy. We're, yeah. Yes, we are. So but we'll be back <laughs> after the Halloween um, showdown with is it Sheffield United? Yes, and I'm likely going. I'm gonna. I'm likely going to be dressing up for that game. Yes, you've, you've threatened that before, Shahan. <laughs> so Look forward I'm, to seeing it. I won't be. I might go um, as one of those wrestlers again. Oh, yeah, because like, you, you were dressing up in your tie-dye and dungarees, and I thought you looked like one of the Dudley Boys, which is a reference DM and that didn't get. So if you're a wrestling fan out there and know who the Dudley Boys are, then good for you. But um, <laughs> I was going to say, this, but going back to the Connie Cup game, um, mm-hmm. we're playing Redden, who hadn't won a game at all in the WSL this season, and then today went to beat Aston Villa 3-0. So... No, I was looking. We thought it was gonna be a good time to play Redden, but no, they. Yeah, well, they peaked yeah. now, haven't they? Yeah. So they'll hot and cold. Trough. Yeah, they will. They will. They will trough on on Wednesday. <laughs> so I'm. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to perhaps seeing the legendary Gemma Evans, Rachel Rowe, Rachel Rowe. and her lovely tattoos, and um, and Faye hey, Bryson, Faye. perhaps, or maybe maybe um, what's her name? Um, Kelly Chambers. Is it Kelly Chambers? That. Yeah, she's still the Reading coach for now. <laughs> she's still she's still the Reading. Hopefully, uh, not, not hopefully. to be mixed up with um, Kelly Kelly Smith, Smith or DCI, Kelly, DCI DCI Kelly, Kelly Smith. Smith. Um, so whenever, if you get to the end of, of listening to this, um, whenever Nat and I see Kelly Smith on telly, we always think that she'd make a really good like police. Just um, a detective. A detective who in has a, her own TV show in a police drama yeah. um, show, and, and I actually think Saran Jones modelled herself on Kelly, Kelly Smith, Smith when she was playing that, you know, that police police inspector in, in Vigil. It's very similar demeanour, but just putting mm. that out there. So anyway, so hope anyway, Kelly Chambers is gonna play a 
Um, maybe it, she won't play her strongest side, but who knows? Anyway. Do, you, do you think we'll make changes for the game on Wednesday? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon she'll she'll start different players. I think that's that's the Bristol way, isn't it? To develop. So Give I think everyone a run out. Maddie Wild. I think yeah. I think we might see Maddie Wild. I think we might see more of the people who are on bench starting. So Sophie Whitehouse might get a start. Um, because uh, Flo Allen uh, returned from an injury. She was on the bench today and didn't play. And Gwen Davis was on the bench today and didn't play either. Yeah, no, I think it's a good it's a good chance to give people you know um, an opportunity. So mm. yeah, so that's that's happening. Um, Looking at the championship table, DM and that um, based on today's this weekend's uh, results, uh, so Bristol City have now dropped to ninth, still on seven points, and Charlton moved up to fourth on twelve points. But of course, they have a game in hand, and they're due to play their rescheduled game against Lewis next week. So potentially could even climb to the top of the table where Durham would currently sit on 15 points. Mm. Well, there we go. It'd be interesting to see uh, what happens there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So we're not doing great, but we're not doing terrible. So it's I think fine. I think it's fine. We'll be all right. We won't get relegated, but, you know, hopefully the squad will stay together and we can just build, you know, maybe for next season. Um, but now we've got the news of Lauren Smith being the head coach that was announced this week, wasn't it, Shahan? Yes, it was, DM, yes. Uh, so following the great win against Sunderland and, of course, other impressive results, it was announced by the club that Lawrence Smith has now signed a three-year contract with the club as head coach. Thus, now answering the query is, um, is Lawrence Smith going to be at the club beyond her initial maternity contract? Uh, and, yes, yeah, she is. Uh, no news on Jennifer Foster as her assistant being with the club for another three years as well, but hopefully something will come up with that. I, I just want to say congratulations to Lance Smith. Like she's done a great job with the squad and it's just nice to see there's a longer term strategy going ahead. Yep, echo that point as well. Thrice. And um, other big news, well, not really, well, not big news, but Ooh, other news. Just regular news. <laughs> Wait, um, what but, are you going to say? Hey, what is it, Shana? Well, we talked about it before, Did uh, we? but... Did we? Yo Valley have oh. announced a, another challenge or another another Yo Valley challenge with Tom Kerridge and this time with Amy Palmer and Abby House and making cheesy burritos, isn't it? Oh yeah, they they look nice. I have to admit, yeah, they, they did look good. Yeah, they look they did they look. I mean, right. just even even saying it makes me want to have one. So mm. it was good. Mm. <laughs> and <laughs> big news, other big, big, big news, big cheesy burritos. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, for listeners who haven't seen it yet, just check out our Twitter page. We've already shared the videos from like ten the... times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, every time we, we share the video, it's still a chance for me to make to do it myself on that. I still haven't done it. Come on, Johan, I want to see you. Come on, we're just one cheesy bean burrito. That's <laughs> so all you need to do, and then you can stop sharing the video. I mean, it's, it's that challenge and also the crossword challenge that the club also did this week. At the with, same time. With, with, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're cooking yeah, uh, with the kitchen. Throw the a burrito with... at the crossbar, that'll be next. <laughs> I mean, congratulations <laughs> to Brooke Aspen for hitting the, yeah, the crossbar. Yeah, massive achievement. So, well done to you. That's in a CV. Yeah, special achievements. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's, let's, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Like you'd wrap like, up. Wrap in up tin a, foil. In a tin foil. <laughs> in the oven so um that that concludes the 35th 33rd 35th. sorry 33rd bristol city vixen cast i've been dm with us i've been nat brown and i've been shahamia and we will be beaming into your podcast provider 
shortly after the 31st of October. Yep. So until then. Goodbye <laughs> and good night. <laughs>